I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. It's me, Amberly Lyons. I am a chakra expert, an energy and crystal connoisseur, and your trusty spiritual BFF, also the founder of the Chakra Girl Co., which is a platform that's giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life, and activate your chakras. Today is a very special show. We're actually literally getting hypnotized live on this show. Grace Smith is so dope. I'm obsessed with her. She's a modern hypnosis hypnosis guru. I'm always never sure if I'm putting the emphasis on the right syllable. Anyways, she's also a number one Amazon author, and she is on a mission to make hypnosis mainstream. And let me tell you, after this episode, I'm officially on that mission with her because it's so, so cool. Um, In this episode, we're literally getting hypnotized. And she's hypnotizing us to be more calm and confident, which is so cool. We're also talking about hypnosis, how it works, how you can do it to yourself, how hypnosis can literally cure everything, reprogramming your subconscious mind to rid yourself of past drama. And guys, we are literally getting hypnotized. (laughs) I can't tell you this enough. It's so cool. So... I swear it worked too, because I obviously did it while we were recording it and I felt so much more calm and I had like a really important meeting the next day and I felt way more confident. I didn't feel nervous at all. So you will want to stay tuned for this one, guys. This episode was brought to you by my Chakra Girl meditation bundle that I created just for you to tap into your chakra energy with me every single day, because as you know, when you activate your chakras, you can manifest anything. Guys, I've manifested things like Chloe purses and Gucci blazers and 
many, many more things, not all material, but I mean, the material ones are super fun. And they literally are the meditations that I've used to activate my chakras. And I basically did all the legwork for you guys. I did all the learning, all the reading, all the practicing. So you don't have to, I bundled up all the things that work and turned them into these meditations that I recorded in a fun and light way. So there is a meditation to open up each chakra. So one for each chakra, that is seven. Plus there's another meditation that balances all your chakras, which is eight meditations, plus a bonus audio on how to meditate if you're new. But these are not just for newbies. This is for people of all levels of their meditation practice because everyone needs more chakra activation. Don't you agree? Podcast listeners get $10 off with promo code podcast. So go to chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co. So that's chakragirlmeditation.pagedemo.co. So go get them. Meditate with me. The promo code is podcast. Go get it. And also when you buy said meditations, you're going to be redirected to a page that shows you about a little program I have called Chakras 101, which is a major in-depth look at all the chakras. I give you applied practices and exercises to get unblocked with money issues, insecurities, guilt, shame, fear of putting yourself out there, all those modern girl problems that are holding you back. And the price is literally going up by $100. So if you want to save $100, go get it now. Okay. So buy the meditations and then buy chakras 101. Okay. Only one more week of being home until I'm in LA for a week and then Paris and London for a week. So two weeks away from my dog guys, send me your London recos, go to Instagram, go to chakra girl co. And yes, I dropped the, the it's just chakra girl co, because it's not just about me being the chakra girl. It's about all the Shocker Girls. It's just the Shocker Girl Co. without the the. God, I said the again. It's just Shocker Girl Co. Okay. Um, so go check it out. Give me all your London records. It's my first time going to London. Paris, I'm seasoned at. I've got all the good places, but London, I need to know. So I've loved being at home. As you guys know, I'm always traveling and it's been really nice being here for like two weeks now. Goodness. That's like a treat for me. Um, I will say being at home has its own stresses. I'm doing it, the keto diet and trying to get that blood sugar in check. I've been, you know, it's kind of hard after binging on wine for so many years, but now I've switched to vodka. So everything's okay. Right. But okay. My best keto tips I will say so far is to be prepared because sometimes you just order a meal last minute. I ordered a smoothie today that I thought was supposed to be sugar-free, but I did my keto test after, aka peed on a little plastic strip, and it tells you how far into ketosis you are. And it like almost fully took me out of ketosis from the smoothie that was supposed to have no sugar in it. So don't let people fuck with your food. Just make your own shit. Be prepared. So eat lots of fats and nuts so you don't bite anyone's heads off and just be prepared to be a little bit sweaty and grouchy. But I will say for the most part, I'm feeling amazing. I'm also doing intermittent fasting, which I feel is right for my body. It's not necessarily right for everyone, but 
basically I stop eating at 7 p.m. and then I don't eat the next day until like 11 a.m. I mean, I could probably, I should probably go longer, but whatever. That's what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, and all in all, it's been really good. I'm feeling really good, but just working on trying to stay more zen with the no carbs. I actually have a blog post up for you guys, how to stay Zen when you work from home, which let me tell you is something that I've had to really master over the years, but I've done a good job at it. So go check it out. Shockergirlco.com. Go to blogs and you'll see that I have a little resource center there. I don't know what to call it yet. I might just call it, I think I'm thinking chakra Bible. Let me know what you guys think about that. So go check it out. And then speaking of staying Zen at home, my chakra tip is actually about what clothes to wear to make you feel more grounded. So if you need to feel more calm and more centered when you're at home, wear cotton. It's good for the root chakra because it's like a plant essentially that grows from the ground and it literally has grounding earth vibrations to it. So drop the synthetics. Just kidding. There's too many cute synthetics. You don't have to fully drop them. But when you're trying to feel super grounded, wear cotton. It's good for the root chakra. Chakra shout out to LA Made, which is this adorable brand, clearly in LA, made in LA. And they have the cutest freaking clothes. They're so comfy. And I posted all about them in that article. And I'm just like obsessed with wearing these comfy cotton clothes at home because I don't want to look like a total slob. I want to look good, but I also want to be comfortable and move around. And I want my clothes to be able to breathe. So go check them out. Go check out the blog post, LA Made. I'm linking you guys to all my favorite things. Okay, really excited for this episode. I actually have a session booked with Grace next week. Oh my God, I can't wait to share it with you guys. I'm going to get like for real, for real hypnotized. Um, But you guys are getting a taste of it now too. So let's go listen to the interview with Grace Smith. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here with Grace Smith. She's a really cool modern hypnosis guru and the founder of Grace Space. She's on a mission to make hypnosis mainstream to help people heal and end their suffering. She's also the author of a book called Close Your Eyes, Get Free that actually hit number one on Amazon. No big deal. I literally love a cool girl that's making the woo-woo approachable and fun, and I can't wait to hear more about this topic. Welcome, Grace. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Yay. I'm so happy you're here and I cannot wait to learn more about hypnosis. Yes, me too. I mean, it's definitely my favorite topic in the whole wide world and I never in a million years would have thought I'd end up being a hypnotherapist. So I'm sure there'll be some people listening today who'll say, oh, wow, I never considered this, but I'm so happy. I have this information now. Oh my gosh. I love it. Okay. Let's hop into our slumber party questions. What is your daily ritual? 
My daily ritual is actually really long. <laughs> I'll give you Perfect. the reader digest version. <laughs> so I wake up um, with my baby. He's 11 months old. As soon as I hear him waking up, I go grab him and we snuggle uh, for about an hour. And then our nanny arrives and I start a long Kriya process that I learned from the Art of Living, a meditation school. And after that, when the Kriya is complete, I do my self-hypnosis. Then I live across the street from a gorgeous, pristine beach and I go for about a mile run. Then I come back, I work my butt off all day long. That's still part of my ritual. I definitely view my whole working experience as part ritual. And then I come home, meditate again, followed by self-hypnosis. And then the rest of the day is family time. Mm, I love that so much. And I love that you take like so much time, even just the cuddling. Like that's like such an important part of the daily practice too. Absolutely. I mean, I think out of everything I'm doing at this point, even hypnosis included, if I missed out on the snuggling, I'd feel like crap. You know? Yeah. So <laughs> but starting with that is so, so important. Oh my gosh. I love that. So do you, okay. So you're calling. So, okay. So you use the word Kriya. So I'm guessing you're doing some kind of like Kundalini situation as well. Yeah. So the Kriya that's taught at the Art of Living is a bunch of different breathing techniques paired with different postures. Mm. And they're not so much, I love Kundalini. I'm just learning more and more about it now, but that's definitely not how they present it when they teach it. Although I'm sure that's definitely happening behind the scenes as you're, you know, rising up that energy up through your chakras. But um, I think that, yeah, it's, it's just this phenomenal ancient process that's been passed down for like 3,000 years from India and it's just clears everything out. Mm, I love that. Is it a different one every day? It's the same one every day, but my hypnosis changes daily. Mm. And I'll definitely explain that more in a bit. But essentially, the process of getting into the theta state is always the same. But we change our hypno affirmations when we get there, depending on what we want to focus on that day. Uh, Okay. I'm obsessed with this already. (laughs) Okay. So moving on from that, what is your go-to crystal? Ooh, my go-to crystal. I have so many. I'd say tourmaline. I'm a Pisces, so I am always flying out there in the ethers. <laughs> I'm always out of my body, connected to what's higher. And I love so much that I'm having this conversation with you because since my mission is to make hypnosis mainstream, a lot of times I tone down the woo yeah. Outwardly, but like, you know, I'm all about it. Yeah. So, um, I, I love tourmaline. It makes me feel grounded, safe. I feel like it, it in some ways cuts through the cords of other people, even though I know that's not typically what it's used for. I just, I feel clean and grounded when I hold it. Mm, I love that. We were actually talking about this on another episode and she was saying that it stops spiritual attacks. Oh, so perfect. if anyone is like speaking bad about you or like having bad energy about you, it cuts through it. Oh my God. Amazing. Isn't that funny that I intuitively was having you that intuitively knew that. but I didn't know that that was actually a mark of tourmaline. That's so there cool. you go. Oh my gosh. So good. Um, and yeah, I love that you're making it mainstream and I'm trying to make the woo woo mainstream. So me and you together, girl. Oh yes, this is perfect. <laughs> hand in hand, you know, hand. the world needs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so who was your idol when you were a little girl? Oh, this is such a good question. 
And it's, I have such a weird answer. <laughs> so, I mean, I loved Audrey Hepburn. I've always, as I guess I was a little bit older. I've always loved Angelina Jolie. But when I was a real little girl, my idol was Susan B. Anthony, who was a suffragette and one of the reasons why women have the right to vote. Mm-hmm. In fact, I went to school in fourth grade dressed as Susan B. Anthony on Dress as Your Heroes Day. Oh my and God. In my mind, Susan B. Anthony was always a grandma because that's how she is portrayed on the Silver Dollar in U.S. currency. Yeah. So I literally went with like a shawl and powder in my hair and I got up um, in my little presentation time, got up on a desk to implore everyone in the room to give women the right to vote and then broke down into inconsolable tears that this had ever needed to occur. And oh my God. Home. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so Pisces. I'm so Pisces. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So she's definitely one of my idols. <laughs> my heart is breaking for the little girl, old lady version of you. <laughs> oh, she just couldn't handle it. She just. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. Well, look at you now, ending suffering. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's it's amazing how things go full circle. So true. Okay, so how do you get recentered after a shitty day? After a shitty day, I need to do hypnosis with someone else. So I think what's important to know is that even people who are at the top of their field can't see their own blind spots. Mm-hmm. And that's why my clients who you know are CEOs of Fortune 500 companies need support. You'd think out of everybody on the planet, they've probably got their shit together. And it, for the most case, can't be further from the truth. They need more support than anyone. And I think it's something we forget that as we go higher and higher up in our careers and hold space for more and more people, we need greater and greater support. So I used to say to myself, you know, I'm one of the top hypnotherapists in the world. I'll just do self-hypnosis, but even I don't see my own blind spots. So I immediately call up either one of my students who I trained, who's graduated and is amazing, or my colleague, Elliot Rowe. And I'm like, okay, I need a session right now. Let's do this. And in 20 minutes, I'm, I'm a brand new person. Mm, 20 minutes. Well, I've had a lot of conditioning, a lot of yeah. practice, so it doesn't take me. I mean, I can go into the theta state literally in five seconds. So all of those 20 minutes is the work. Okay. You know, they don't ask a lot of questions. I'm just like, this is what I need. So yeah. a typical hypnosis session is, you know, 45 minutes to 90 minutes, but I, I go down real quick. Oh, good. <laughs> Be careful who you say that around. Right, exactly. <laughs> right, yes. No, no, I can rephrase. I think yeah. to the state very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, okay. So I love that. I, I totally agree because I, I didn't, I'm the same. Like I do Reiki on myself every morning, but I still need to like go get shit done. Like I need someone to be like, even just like holding the space for me. Yeah, exactly. So true. Okay. What is your favorite beauty hack for the summer? My favorite beauty hack for the summer I have been using, so I, I get a lot of goodies delivered to me to test out for my Instagram audience. And I was so put off by the name of the company, to be honest. Maybe you're familiar with them, Fatco. No. Uh, but they're amazing. And basically, it's this oil that's made out of all these amazing organic fats. So it's, you know, avocado oil and just these really dense seed oils and things like that. And they made this elixir and I put it all over my face and I've barely used anything else all summer. And I just, my skin looks amazing. Absolutely Mm. amazing. Okay. So is it fat like F-A-T? 
Yeah, FIT Co. Oh, I love that. This. Yeah, <laughs> but it's um, it's really, really good. And I live in Florida. It's super humid, and so you would think maybe an oil would be way too thick or sticky or whatever, but it isn't. It just like goes with the moisture perfectly. Mm, yeah, I love mixing a face oil in with my foundation. Mm, oh, I have to try that. Yeah, it's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm gonna find the link to this and share it with everyone because I'm so intrigued now. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about you and your amazing mission. How did you get started in all this? So it's a pretty long story. Should I tell it from the beginning? Tell it from the beginning. Okay. When I first graduated from college, it was 2008. So it was the peak of the recession. Everyone was losing their jobs, their pensions. Everyone was terrified. All of their savings were gone. And my first job was in large-scale fundraising. So like $300 million campaigns in order to build new wings to hospitals. That was the type of thing that our company raised money for. And so here I am in the peak of the recession, everyone losing their jobs, and I'm asking them for money. Mm -hmm. You can imagine we heard a lot of no's. And what that meant was us going back to our very intense old school bosses and not meeting our quotas. And it was just hell. It was absolute hell. I mean, every day I woke up, there was such a knot in my stomach. I felt so sick. I was nauseous with anxiety because these were not understanding people that we were working for. And, you know, truth be told, they were terrified too, that they would lose their company. So I thought my job's on the chopping block. I'm going to lose my job and then I won't be able to pay off my loans, et cetera, et cetera. So I developed this anxiety, which was then edging its way into depression at a time where I had no healthy coping mechanisms at all whatsoever. I was not at all woo yet, not even remotely spiritual. And my quote unquote coping mechanisms became drugs and alcohol. Mm -hmm. And since I was in my early twenties, most people I knew were doing the same thing. And it didn't stand out to me that maybe I had an issue here, but I'm very Piscean. I'm very Irish. These things run in my genes. They do. And I was lucky enough that it got out of control so fast that by the time I was 24, I got sober, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, it's, set me on my spiritual path. And six months into my sobriety, I was still living in the Lower East Side of New York, working all day. And then at night being like, I don't even know who I am. I'm developing this new identity. And I was still chain smoking. Mm -hmm. But six months in, I was like, okay, I'm starting to get used to this new sober identity. I don't need to smoke anymore. And then girl, I couldn't quit. I tried cold turkey, tried the patches, tried the gum. And I was like, how was I able to stop drinking and drugging? And I'm still smoking cigarettes. This is so bizarre. And because I'd been so humbled and realized that I don't have all the answers, I can't do it all alone. There is something greater out there than myself and I can rely on it. Um, I said, okay, I'm open to trying anything. And it was suggested to me to try hypnosis. So off I go to my first session, really, truly only trying it because I figured, what do I have to lose? My arms were crossed, you know, across my chest, like thinking, is this guy going to make me click like a chicken? Is it mind control? Is it a waste of money? I did not go in super open-minded and I quit in one session. Mm. So when that happened, I didn't think to myself, oh, that's neat. I'm glad that works. Let me go back to my life. Those same the same mechanism that made Susan B. Anthony, my fourth grade hero, started blaring in my ear being like, 
Grace, why does anyone have emphysema? Why does anybody have lung cancer? Why is anybody spending money on doing something disgusting that they hate if they don't have to? What is this thing? Why did this work so well? So I then said, all right, let me test this on something else before I get up on my high horse because I know how I can be when I commit to something. So I then used hypnosis to overcome a lifelong debilitating fear of public speaking. And that took 10 sessions. So a whole lifetime of shaking, turning red, canceling meetings, definitely never volunteering to speak. Um, gone, totally gone mm-hmm. to the point where I became the lead singer in an all-girl rock band. What? Which was so rad. And I never would have had that experience if it hadn't been for hypnosis. So then I was like, what, how can the same thing that helped me quit smoking help me freaking do Joan Jett covers? Like how, how are these, how is this the same thing? So I got a certification in hypnosis, never thinking I'd be a hypnotherapist, but needing to know more, needing to understand what is the subconscious? Why is this working? And then I start helping friends and family and colleagues on the side. They're losing weight. They're not biting their nails. They're overcoming their fear of flying. Their relationships are healing. They're not dating the same scumbags over and over again. Whatever they wanted to work on, they were healing. And, and so this whole time I'm getting like more and more vehement that everybody needs to know what this is. And finally, one day I'm still working full-time in corporate. I get a call to help a man named Alessandre and he was a UN peacekeeping ambassador in Syria. One of the mm-hmm. blue berets that you see on television mm-hmm. in the scariest part of the world. And one day his UN convoy is crossing the city of Damascus and is stopped at a blockade. And he looked out his window and the last thing he saw was a bazooka pointed straight at him. Mm. So he blacked out and he woke up 10 days later at a hospital in Lebanon to find that he had had a stroke from the stress and he was now paralyzed on the left-hand side of his body. Mm. And this warrior thought that he could will himself. He'd willed himself to do so much in his life that he could will himself to move. And three months later, when they flew him to New York to the Rusk Institute, he still hadn't moved even a muscle. So you can imagine the suicidal, bleak, depressive state that this man was in. He had, he'd lost his whole life as, as far as he was concerned. He had no identity left. And so when I was called in to help him, I was called in to help him for his depression. And I said, I honestly have no idea if this will help. This is a much more serious case than anything I've worked on at this point, but what do we have to lose? Same, same sort of state I was in with the smoking. What do I have to lose? And when I walked into the Rusk Institute with these surgeons and their white coats and doctors and nurses and everything so official and me with my you know part-time certification, I walked in and Alessandra could barely look me in the eyes And I said, okay, we're going to try, you know, this experience. It's different from any therapy you've ever had before. You're basically going to close your eyes. I'll help you relax. And we're going to have a conversation with your eyes closed and see if we can help you to feel better. And he said, okay, clearly he didn't have great expectations for the session either. Mm -hmm. And we start the session. And then halfway through, I get this voice in my head that said, Grace, he's military. Be militant. Now, I call hypnosis meditation with a goal, and you'd never think to be militant with meditation. So mm-hmm. I definitely feel this voice came from elsewhere. It's like Bikram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, we got 
gotta amp it up now. Let's get yeah. a little militant in here. Yeah. So I said, all right, you know, Alexandre, I want you to imagine that you are in a helicopter flying over a city at night and you can see where the lights are on where the electricity is, and you can see where there's a blackout. And this is a map of your brain. You're flying over the city at night, and it's a map of your brain. So notice where the electricity is, and notice where there's a blackout, and fly to where there's a blackout, and let me know when you're there. And he did. And I said, okay, when I count down from three to one and snap my fingers, there's going to be an explosion. Three, two, one. And now that electricity from that explosion travels down the left-hand side of your face, down your neck, down your shoulder, through your arm, through your hand, out your finger. And I hadn't even finished the word and he was moving his finger. Oh my God. That is wild. His eyes shoot open and he looks up at me and he says, what do I do now? And I said, keep moving your finger. And I was like, he burst into tears crying. I burst into tears crying. The nurse runs in, starts crying. Everyone starts crying. And that day, walking home from the Rusk Institute down Fifth Avenue, I called my boss. I put in my two weeks notice. I said, whatever the hell this thing is, that I quit smoking, overcame my fear of public speaking. They're not binge eating anymore. And this man just broke through his paralysis. The whole world needs to know what this is. I'm not going to stop until they do. The next week, I launched my business with a living social. I sold 952 sessions in 24 hours. Oh I did over 1,000 sessions my first year in business. <sighs> and I've been obsessed with making it mainstream ever since. And the very best part of that story as to why I do what I do and how I got here is that Alessandre eventually became my father-in-law. I married his son. What? <laughs> What the heck? This is insane. It's insane. So my whole life is one big pile of magic. Um, okay, so when is your movie happening? <laughs> I know, right? Actually, we're working on a television show, which I'm okay. so excited okay. about. Okay, amazing. Yeah. Oh yes. my gosh, what an insane story. So was this guy like, okay, so, okay, wait, so let's go back to this. Can he walk now? Yes, he walks without a cane. Oh my God. He was um, voted man of the year. He's Brazilian in, in his country of Brazil. <laughs> so he was like, you know, won this massive award and walked up to the stage to receive his award. Oh my God. Um, he still has limited range of motion in his arm, but he is able, he, he, we almost had a father of the bride situation going on. He has a three-year-old. I have okay. a one-year-old baby. So he, he had a son after this happened. He can carry his baby. Oh He's my huge position. Goodness. Yeah, up up there in the, you know, military government of Brazil. And um, he's just amazing. And his son is amazing. So I married him. And our baby uh. is amazing. So every time, you know, when the going gets tough, because no matter how committed you are, running a business is running a business. And yeah. there's, you know, rough days. And when I'm having a rough day, I literally look at my son, who is Alexandre's grandson, and I'm like, yep, okay, let's I'm keep doing going. something right. Yeah. <laughs> so, Okay. So how many sessions did it take until he could like fully walk? Well, in addition to my continuing to work with him with hypnosis, he's definitely had, you know, hundreds of hours of physical therapy. Of course, of course. That. 
But yeah, I mean, it was literally, he broke through his paralysis in that first hypnosis session. And then he went back to Brazil shortly thereafter. So he has just been, you know, like maintaining with recordings at this point. We don't even continue with that many sessions. So um, really in his case, it was one to break through and we probably had 10 more, you know, to continue the process. But since then he's kept it up on his own and it's, it's amazing. That is amazing. Okay. So tell us how it works. Like, tell us how like the subconscious mind can be tapped into to create change. Totally. So what's going on here? The reason why it works, why it's so effective is because you're accessing the subconscious mind and the subconscious is where all of our habits, all of our beliefs, all of our emotional responses live. And most people try to make change in their life when they're totally stressed out when they literally have this massive fight, flight, freeze, survival state going on. And when you're in a survival state, your body's on lockdown. It's saving up every little tiny bit of extra energy that it can in case it needs to run or flee. It's not going to use that energy to create new connections in the brain, which is what's necessary to create a new habit or belief. So does our brain know that we can just Uber? We don't need to like run away if something's wrong? I I know. We need to upgrade the mainframe. Like it's 2018, people. Totally. And and I literally view hypnosis as being the way that we access the operating system. That like Mm -hmm. we were programmed as humans to survive throughout time, but now we live in the future and we don't need that anymore. And by relaxing deeply, we can actually access that place. And with mana like I feel like with manifesting, it's the same kind of thing where you're you're, you have to get into the subconscious because the subconscious mind helps you manifest your day-to-day thoughts, eventually program the subconscious mind, but that subconscious is what you need to manifest what you want. Is that right? hundred million percent. And if we believe on a subconscious level that we're unworthy of the things that we're wanting to call into our experience, we're going to continue to self-sabotage and block them. Yeah. So hypnosis and manifestation are, they're not even cousins, they're sisters. Like when you go deep with hypnosis, the things that you can call into your experience, like instantaneously, I mean, literally Alexandre was paralyzed. Yeah, And then he called into his experience electricity in his limb and moved. Mm -hmm. So it it truly can be instantaneous. Mm. I love this. So what kind of things are you healing then? And like, how does that kind of work? Totally. So in my book, I describe it like a tree where the limbs are what's reaching out up to the sky, right? They are the thing that we can see. They're the physical manifestation of the issue. So a limb could be smoking. A limb could be binge eating. A limb could be um, anything, you know, literally any bad habit. It could be a fear of spiders. It could be fear of public speaking, all the things that we can actually see. Now the trunk either exacerbates the problem or makes it seem like it's dormant. And so the trunk is stress and anxiety. If stress and anxiety go up, 
all the limbs get activated, we know that our worst bad habits come out when we're stressed. And then if we're really calm and relaxed, those issues might still exist. We're just not seeing them as much. They're not being activated. Mm -hmm. And then truly where the sweet spot is and the only thing that I'll work on with my clients at this point are the root issues. And they are what live beneath the surface. We can't readily see them, but they're the whole reason why everything else is happening. And those are things like lack of self-love, lack of self-worth, lack of self-confidence. So Mm -hmm. I learned early on, if someone comes in let's say they want to work on, you know, overcoming binge eating because it's such a big one and we heal that, but they leave the office still hating themselves or whatever other underlying issues there might be. To me, that's not success. That's just hacking off one limb, but another one could very well grow if the root mm-hmm. issue is still there. So now I, I will never work with a client for less than 12 sessions at a time personally, because that's the length of time I find where we start to get through some limbs, heal up the trunk, and finally make our way into the roots. So do they have to know what's going on in the subconscious? Do they have to understand like this is where this all started or this is the root of the issue before it can get cleared out? Or does that just kind of, do the, do the memories kind of bubble up throughout the sessions or how, do the, how does it clear? Yeah. So almost no one coming in has any idea what the actual issue is. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. The limb and it's totally not the limb. The limb is just the expression of the real issue. So yeah, it's in the subconscious that we start to find out what it is. And I can give a a real quick poignant example. Um, Someone came to work on fear of public speaking with me. They thought they were afraid of public speaking because they bombed a bunch of meetings at work and also had a really bad experience in high school giving a presentation for whatever it was, social studies, and it didn't go well and they turned bright red. We get into the subconscious. We go all the way back to the source of the issue when it actually began, which they had no recollection of. They're six years old in kindergarten. They were coloring outside of the lines the teacher held up their drawing to the entire classroom to say, this is what not to do. You need to color inside the lines. Totally. That's so mean. It was so evil. It was so mean. All the kids laughed. And then she taped it on the board for the rest of the year as an example of what not to do. Oh my gosh. So did they, so did they remember this or did it like eventually, like after the third session, they were kind of like, Hey, I remembered this other thing. Or did they even have to remember it? It always happens during the session. Okay. Because we're so relaxed and feeling so safe. It's like every experience we ever have is notated in our subconscious mind and filed away. Mm -hmm. And we can't access it when we're stressed out. That's why test scores go up so massively if you use self-hypnosis before you begin the exam Mm -hmm. because your recall increases when you're relaxed and it shuts down when you're afraid. So in the session itself, I just say, let's go back to the source of the issue where it began. And so it, it sounds when we're talking about it, like they remembered it, but when you're in hypnosis, it actually just feels like you're there, mm. you know? And that's why it can be so unbelievably healing because this woman sitting in front of me, you know, was in her thirties, late thirties, maybe early forties, but 
in the subconscious, she's six. So mm-hmm. she's crying her eyes out talking about how mean this was. She's not saying like, oh, that was so mean. I can't believe they did that to me, which would be a memory reaction. Yeah. She's right there being humiliated. But what's beautiful is we don't just go back and experience negative things and then leave. We actually then heal the situation. And we had her adult self come in and look her in the eyes and say, hey, sweetie, I love your picture. This is beautiful. There are amazing artists the world over who create art that looks just like this and they're paid millions of dollars for it. And then have adult self go and talk to the teacher and say, why would you behave this way? And through her adult eyes, she could see that the teacher looked so tired. Mm. She looked so tired. And of course the the little kids don't notice that. So then there was empathy and compassion for someone they would have otherwise hated. It's unbelievable what happens when we get in there. Oh my goodness. I'm like, sign me up right now. (laughs) (laughs) So good. I'm so excited for us to do a session together too, which I'm so happy to gift you. Oh my gosh. I love you. So, okay. So that's my next question. I'm such a scatterbrain Mm -hmm. and it's even hard for me, like, even though I'm all about meditation, it is hard for me to get into a state of hypno or into a state of meditation even. So like, are there certain people that are just like too scatterbrain and just can't get into that state? It's so, I'm so happy that you've asked this because when I first opened my office, we were in Union Square in New York City. So every single person who came in, and because it was a Groupon, right? People weren't super invested because it was unbelievably cheap way back then. And so they were like, oh, I'll give it a shot. And so they'd show up and be like, to be perfectly honest, my mind is a steel trap door. (laughs) I'm so anxious. Like, there's no way you're going to be able to hypnotize me. I can't tell you how many times a day people paid for me to hypnotize them and then come in saying, there's no way you can hypnotize me. And what I found was that people who operate at um, a little bit more of a frantic state, which New Yorkers Mm -hmm. definitely do, go into hypnosis so much faster than people oh. who on a day-to-day basis are relaxed because they're just they, tired and ready for they're it. Tired. They just need it. They just drop right down. So I literally would be like, yep, yep, yep. Close your eyes. <laughs> like, let's do this. Let's just get started. And everyone who's listening, when we do the process later, you'll see how even if you struggle to go deep in meditation, you go so deep, so fast with hypnosis because you're guided there that it actually will inform your meditation practice and allow you to go deeper, faster in meditation once you start working this muscle. So yeah, I was the same way. I couldn't meditate on my own. I was always, my mind was racing. I would get uncomfortable. You know, it it sort of feel like I was wasting my time because I didn't necessarily feel that much more relaxed. And then I found hypnosis and now meditating is one of my favorite things on the planet because I just go so deep. Yeah. I mean, like over time I've been able to get there too, but I feel like guided meditate. Okay. So that's another question. You said that you could also do this with recordings and like over distance. So like, how does that work? Yeah. So what we found was people showing up at the New York office were almost always late because the trains are always delayed. There's so much traffic. There's always chaos. Roads get blocked. And so they're showing up stressed out from work, stressed out from being late. And then we need to relax deeply. And then they have this beautiful, glorious session where they're so relaxed and feeling safe. And then they go right back out into the chaos of New York. So that time of safety and relaxation was relatively short. And then these same people, you know, a lot of them had to travel for work and they'd be like, Grace, I don't want to miss this week's session. Can we do it over Skype or phone? And all of a sudden my clients are showing up on time 
relaxed in their PJs, just had dinner. And when we're done with their session, they like take a bubble bath or go to bed or journal. And so that state of safety and relaxation was extended on either side so much Mm. that we found that phone sessions are actually even more effective. And when we learned that, we were like, well, F this New York City rent. So yeah. we don't want to pay this if it's more effective over the phone. So we got rid of our office and we've only offered phone sessions ever since. Okay. I love that. And I'm, I'm the same way. I feel like scattering to a meeting, paying for parking, like I have no time for any of that. Exactly. It's a disaster. And it's like, you know, you go get a massage and then by the time you pull into your driveway, you like feel worse than you did before you got Yes, exactly. We don't mess with that. And then with recordings, they're so powerful. We have an awesome app. We have this thing called the inner circle with every course you can imagine for every topic under the sun. It's so great. And the thing is, you know, recordings are generic, right? They need to be used by hundreds to thousands to hopefully one day millions of people. And so they're not specific in the way a private session is, Mm -hmm. but private sessions are going to be cost prohibitive for, you know, a yeah. good portion of the world's population. So yeah. if you're going to make something mainstream, there's yeah. got to be something available for everyone at every price point. Oh, 100%. I love that so much. Yeah. I'm like so excited about this. Yeah. So we're going to do a little session right now with everybody. What are we going to do? So two topics that I love that tend to be applicable to just about anybody are either stress relief or increasing confidence. So which one do you think? I feel like increasing confidence. Awesome. Yeah. I love this one. And by default, we will relax. So it's kind of nice. You get kind of two for one when we do confidence. Yes. Perfect. (laughs) So if anyone's listening to this while driving, please do not follow along. Come back and listen to the replay and do this when you are safely you know, at home or in the office. (laughs) Um, But other than that, you know, hypnosis is meditation with a goal. So it's safe for absolutely anyone everywhere, as long as you're not driving. And the first thing you're going to do is notice your starting stress level. So zero is zero stress, no stress at all. The most relaxed a person can possibly be. And 10 is a full-blown panic attack. The most stressed a person can possibly be. So what's your starting number? Uh, I'm going to say four. Great. Is that high? (laughs) No, actually that's like my starting average. I think, you know, all I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm at my average right now. My starting average. Perfect. And I'm sure there are people listening who are straight up at a nine. Oh yeah. Like as soon as this episode's over, I'll be like eight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Running to my next thing. Yeah. Totally. So you'll come back and listen to the replay later. Yes, exactly. Everyone remember your starting number and go ahead and close your eyes. Take a nice, deep, letting go breath already beginning to relax both mind and body. Relax the top of your head. Relax your forehead, smoothing out any creases. Relax the tiny muscles next to your eyes. Relax your jaw, letting it hang loose and slack. 
And as you create that space in your jaw, you send a message to the rest of your body that it's safe for you to let go. Relax your shoulders. Relax your arms all the way through to the fingertips. Relax your torso, breathing easily. Really releasing your stomach. And relax your legs all the way out through the bottoms of the feet. Taking another nice, deep, letting go breath. Repeating in your mind after me. I am safe. I am calm. I choose to be here. I am safe. I am calm. I choose to be here. I am safe. I am calm. I choose to be here. Imagine a color you love flowing in through the top of your head, all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet, down into the center of the earth. That color relaxing you, releasing you, taking you all the way down. And now when I count down with each and every single decreasing number, you'll take a step down, doubling your relaxation as you do so. Five, doubling your relaxation. Four, the deeper you go, the better you feel. Three, relaxing, releasing, and letting go all the way down now. Two, trusting what comes. And one. Very good. Taking another nice, deep, letting go breath. Go ahead and begin to imagine now someone who you know is very, very confident, truly confident, not overcompensating for something else, but truly grounded in their self-worth and confidence. Notice how they stand. Notice how they speak. Notice how they hold themselves their innate confidence shining forth, which allows them to take action, to do the things they desire to experience in life. And as you watch them now, you are unlocking the key, the truth to true confidence. And a gold light begins to shine from the center of your heart out. 
with each and every single beat of your heart, you're feeling more and more confidence now. And you realize your shoulders are going back as you start to stand in a more confident position or sit in a more confident position. Your chin goes up, you hold your head high. You start speaking differently when you speak to others. You think different thoughts about yourself and your capabilities. Imagine now in your mind how you will go out into the world with this increased confidence. What actions will you take? What things will you do? What will you experience now that your confidence is increasing? Now that your confidence is increasing. Now that your confidence is increasing. Good, a nice deep letting go breath. And as I start to count you back up now, feeling even more confidence, amplifying and magnifying. One, moving your feet and your toes. Two, moving your hands and your fingers. Three, lots of energy returning to the body, amplifying and magnifying your confidence. Four, getting ready to open your eyes. Five, opening your eyes. Stretch your arms over the top of the head. Beautiful job, everybody. That was just exactly five minutes long. Oh my gosh. And now, what's your new number on the scale, love? Oh my God, like one. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. And confidence level 10. Yes. Imagine in just five minutes. And like I said, a typical session is, you know, maybe 45 minutes to an hour, 90 minutes even. Mm. In five minutes. I mean, there are going to be people who I'm sure when they're listening, they'll write into you and say, I went from an eight to a two. Yeah. It's life changing. It's life saving to go oh from that gosh. chronic level of stress to this level of peace and confidence. I felt so relaxed. Yes. Like when you, even at the very beginning, when you were talking about, you said, um, release the muscles around your eyes. And I actually felt them release for the, I was like, I didn't even know I had muscles there. <laughs> yes, exactly. You don't even realize where we're holding tension. No. To release. And that's why, you know, if anyone was having difficulty getting into their meditation practice, this can be such an amazing conduit because you just get there. You're just in the theta state. And once you get there, you know how to get back there. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed. And I also want to know from everyone listening, who else pictured Oprah? Because that was the first person that came to mind. Oh, it's such, <laughs> it's such a good one. That's so perfect. <laughs> everyone write in or DM me and let me know who you're picturing. Oh my gosh, so good. Thank you so much. Like I can only imagine how powerful a 90-minute session is. Yeah, it really is amazing. And there was a, a study done that found that 600 sessions of psychotherapy results in 33% improvement and that six sessions of hypnotherapy results in 93% improvement. And I think having just had a taste, everyone can see how that's possible because when you really access where these things live in the subconscious, it just changes in an instant. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm joining your movement to help you make this mainstream because oh, yes. my new obsession. Hey, tell us about your book. Yes. So when I set out to make hypnosis mainstream, I, you know, like we mentioned before, I said, this has got to be for everybody, not just the elite, even though I love working with my clients and, you know, these are actors and CEOs and Olympic athletes. These people truly are at the top of their game, but 
everyone in the world deserves to benefit from this tool. So we made all those recordings, we made all these programs, we made things at every price point. And then I said, okay, now what they need is the manual because the subconscious is the operating system. It is the thing that needs to upgrade. And we deserve to know how to access our own mainframe. Mm -hmm. And so the book is called Close Your Eyes, Get Free. And it truly is a manual to teach you how to access your subconscious mind. And you're not going to learn how to go back and, you know, heal a previous trauma or anything like that. That needs to be done with a professional who's certified. But what it does is it teaches you to do what we just did, which is to get to a safe place, imagine an outcome you want, and use hypnoaffirmations to change your subconscious beliefs. And in the book, you know, we cover everything from breaking through procrastination to increasing gratitude, which is such a huge part of manifesting to mm -hmm. increasing self-worth and confidence and all these things. Um, and it's just, I'm so proud of it. it I, I wrote every single word myself, which I'm just still in shock that that happened. Oh and God. I'm so proud of it. And that the feedback already is that people are really changing their lives already. And it went number one on Amazon. Yes, it did, which is so, so thrilling. That is so amazing. You are such an inspiration. And like, this is my new obsession. I'm like, I'm going to get certified. <laughs> yes, come to my school. Oh, my school is my pride and joy. It really is. I'm so, uh, my, you know, we're really ushering in the new wave of the world's best hypnotherapists. Mm. And um, we've only been, we've been open just under two years and we've got over a hundred students and it's just growing by leaps and bounds. So I tell my students all the time, getting a hypnotherapy certification now is getting in on Bitcoin on day one. Like this okay. is going to blow up, you know, yeah. hypnosis will go mainstream. And so to provide these sessions right now before that even happens is just incredible. Mm. Okay, guys, go get schooled. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before we let you go, we're going to do a manic moments in manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. I'll go first. Perfect. So uh, I'm going to put Air Canada on blast for a second. I don't really want, I don't really like blanket statements, but I'm pretty much going to say one. Everyone in Air Canada is miserable. <laughs> All the staff. Mm -hmm. I think they need, they need hypnosis. Like they really, yes, do. they really do. And I, okay, not everyone, not everyone's horrible, but I just have had so many bad experiences with them. I had a moment the other day where my suitcase was one and a half pounds over the limit and I was wearing a short skirt. I had to like bend over and like shove everything into my carry-on. And the lady was just actually so rude about it. I was trying to be polite and she was just having a day. And I got into a tizzy, let me tell you. I was not rude to her, but I was like going off to my husband. I was like, I hate Eric Kenna. I'm never flying with that again. <laughs> like freaking out. And there was this lady who had two young children with her. They were probably like five and seven. And they had like six suitcases, three lug like three big luggages and three carry-ons. And they were making her like move all this stuff around and she was like barely over the weight so she's trying to like juggle all these suitcases and like I'm helping her and they were being so rude to her like telling her to move out of the way and I was like oh my gosh like you guys like be nice for once so 
I mean, it was a meltdown because I probably lost my cool more than I should have. But I think Air Canada was having their own meltdown that day because they were not being polite. Mm-hmm. I just had so, the same experience with Norwegian. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I just, so like, here's the thing. Like, as a flight attendant or someone that works at an airport, like, you're basically a waitress in the air. Like, you're supposed to be nice. Like, you're supposed to smile. I know you're not getting tips, but, like, can we just – can you just, like, help us enjoy our flight? Like, flying and, like, getting to the airport on time and, you know, all of that is stressful enough as it is. You would like people to be polite to you. Yeah, absolutely. So it happens, guys. Meltdowns at the airport happen to everyone, and it is okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, my manifestation. I talked about this on the last episode, and I've been bragging about it all over the world, but my podcast is now a part of Dear Media, and I haven't really shared the entire story about how I manifested it, but I've always known that I wanted the podcast to become like my main thing and that I want to like spread the message of chakra healing all over the world. Like that's my mission. So... I kind of just set the intention of becoming famous for chakra healing. And I just kind of like didn't really have a plan for it. Um, But the podcast just kind of happened. And I was just kind of like meditating one day and I was doing Kundalini. It was my last day of my Kundalini um, training. And I was laying there meditating and I was like, okay, I haven't really manifested anything this time. Usually when I do a Kundalini training, I like manifest the best stuff. And then I was like, okay, well, what do I want with my podcast? And I was like, I would love to be a part of Dear Media. That'd be so cool. And I was literally visualizing an email coming in that day. And I was like, okay, when I go to my computer, there's going to be an email at some point today. And they're going to be like joining they're going to be asking me to join. It's going to be so exciting. And I just like felt it throughout my body. Like, how am I going to feel? How am I going to react? What am I going to say to my husband? What's the email going to say? And literally two hours later, I got that email. (laughs) So crazy. (laughs) Kundalini is effing insane. You guys, um, Like, obviously I did the work too. It's not like I just decided, oh, I'm going to like do this thing. I started the podcast. I interviewed, like I follow a lot of, you know, Skinny Confidential's uh, people that she has on her show. I interviewed some people that she's had on her show just because I like, I just really love everything that they're all about. So she caught wind of it from that. Like, so I was definitely taking action, but I just set the intention and then everything just fell into place. And then I went deeper with it, with the details and then boom, it just happened. I love when these things happen where it's so unequivocally that you manifested it. It's not like, Oh no, no, I set the intention two weeks ago. Maybe this thing happened and maybe it was absolutely not. (laughs) It was like a lightning strike. Exactly. It was so crazy. And yeah, so went to LA, going to be kind of going between here and LA to record. And I'm just so excited. I've, and I've also, that's another thing I've been saying for so long, me and my husband have always said, since we went to San Francisco for the first time, which was one of our first trips together, like six years ago. Um, 
I just said, we need to live part-time in California and part-time in Vancouver. Like, and we just kind of set the intention and had no way of understanding how it would happen. And now it's happening. Oh, this is so magical. I, I love know. this so much. No, How cool. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really excited. So there you go, guys. I've been like hinting at, I've been like hinting this to my audience for so long, but now can finally talk about it. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Now tell us about your last meltdown. Okay. So I definitely had a meltdown with Norwegian. Not only were they being insane about the luggages, but they also lied to my face and told me there was no room left in first class when they saw I had a baby. Oh. And I knew they were lying. And I literally stared the woman down and said, I hope for your sake that you are telling me the truth. Because if I find out <laughs> that you are not allowing me in first class because I have a baby, there's going to be a major issue here. And she just, you know, like was kind of shaking a little, but stood her ground. And I just walked around the corner to the other side of Norwegian Air and asked the dude, are there more seats available on first class? And he said, yeah. Oh. So I just, it was my first Twitter rant where I was really oh, trying so to glad. A company, you know, because it was like, I can't believe this just happened. And it was so blatant and ridiculous. So definitely had a little meltdown there. Um, but well, that's so funny because I, I literally was like, I wish I had, I wish I was active on Twitter that I could like go and blast our Canada. Right oh now. yeah. And nobody cared or did anything. I was literally like, by the time <laughs> I land, I'm, it will have gone viral and Norwegian <laughs> will give me free flights for life and nothing <laughs> happened. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Literally, I got like four. I mean, I'm not active at all on Twitter. So four people were like, that's so rude, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. I wish I saw it. Next time. Okay. Next time you rant, shoot me an email. I'll go. I'll share it and we'll help each other out. Amazing. We'll boost each other's rants. That's yeah. <laughs> um, but the most recent meltdown was one that I really had to contain, but I was definitely having it internally, which was, I just did this amazing thing um, at a festival called Aussie Fest, which they call Coachella Meets Ted. And it takes place in New York City. And I got to do the world's largest group hypnosis on record. I went on stage right after Naomi Campbell and right before Hillary Clinton. What? It was insane. I'm so did you get to meet them? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, Naomi was on my stage either. and Hillary was on a different stage, but literally I was 340 and she was five. So it was like, it was like we were, you know, oh doing my things. gosh. Um, and right before I went on, they put a new panel in front of me, which wasn't supposed to be there, but the whole entire beginning of my presentation was based off of the panel's content that was supposed to be before me. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like I was basically going to be talking to thousands of people in Central Park on the iconic, you know, band shell stage about like, isn't it amazing that these people, it was about breaking big and these people had these huge career breakthroughs and got all famous. It was the first two minutes of my speech were based on it. And I just was in this space where I was like, I can't, I don't know what the first words I'm going to say are now. I don't know what my first words are going to say to these thousands of people. Like once I get started, it's easy. I just kind of channel. I know where I'm going. It's the first sentence that's like, you got to do it, you know? And I was just, ha and, and I'm surrounded by all these people. I can't get away. I'm outside and and I just was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Like, I can't even do hypnosis right now. So I literally like 
ran away for a little bit. I ran to this other corner of Central Park and the running switched my breathing and I was like literally feeling like I was fleeing, which is what I wanted to do. Did some major self-hypnosis, put myself super deep. And then I was like, if this is happening, it's because it's meant to happen. This whole situation of my being here doing hypnosis with thousands of people at Aussie Fest was so serendipitous. Whatever's happening is meant to happen. This is supposed to happen. So lo and behold, I go back, the whole thing goes great. I figure out what to say. It's totally fine. And this major person, this is going to flow into my manifesting. This is so cool that it's, they're tied actually. I know it happens that way a lot. It's the best. (laughs) This major person who I mentioned the TV show earlier, and I can't say too much about it because we really are getting somewhere, which is so cool. And this is definitely what I'm manifesting. It's all I've ever wanted. That is my next thing. That is my next thing (laughs) I'm manifesting. So we're going to need to talk about this after. Oh my God. It's, It's the way to make things mainstream. And it's also, I think the most fun. Yes. So, um, this person came up who is very much a part of making this television show happen. I hadn't met them yet. I wasn't sure how serious they were. And they were like, this was amazing. You were amazing. We have to move this forward. And I'm so glad you started late because I got here exactly when you started. If you had started on time, I would have missed your entire presentation. Oh my goodness. So, I mean, I have chills. I have chills just thinking about it because it's like, surrender, 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 you know, you set these intentions, you show up, you do the good work. Like if something is changing, it's because the universe is working in your favor, like surrender. So that was amazing. And from that day, the manifestation has moved forward even more. We're having meetings. Like it's so freaking exciting. And I, I can't wait to come back here, you know, like a year from today and talk about the premiere of the show or something. It's oh my gosh. So and I've manifested this interview because now I get to pick your brain about the TV show and how I can get one. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And the universe wants these topics to make it into the hearts and minds of more and more so people. True. Because so it's true. healing people. Mm-hmm. So of course they want us to have TV shows. Yes, of course they want us to be the next Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> the woo-woo Kardashians. It's happening. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, you guys. This was so fun. I'm like just so obsessed with hypnosis now and I can't wait to just do another deep dive. Can't wait to read the book and get a session with you. You guys go check out Grace. Tell us where we can find you. Yes. If you go to gshypnosis.com, that's where you can find everything. Private sessions with me, private sessions with the incredible hypnotherapist who I trained, the app, the inner circle, and the book. That's gshypnosis.com forward slash books to go specifically and get close your eyes, get free. Because that really, out of everything that I offer, is truly the most powerful because it doesn't require anybody else. You know, you don't need to have your hypnotherapy session. You don't even need your phone with your headphones to listen to a recording. With the book, you train yourself how to do this work so you can do it in an instant when you need it most. And it's also the cheapest one, you know, it's like 15 bucks for a book and sometimes it's even on sale. So I would say start there. And then when you love that, work your way up and and do more and more as, um, as it feels good and as you see fit. Yes. We're going to link everyone to the book as well. So excited. This is so, so great. Thank you, Grace, for everything. And thank everyone for listening and being hypnotized with us. 
<laughs> I just love you all. And I hope your stress level is at a one and stays there for the rest of the day. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. This was such an honor. Yay. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshakragirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshakragirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.